This is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. Coming up next, Art on the Air, with your host, Rob Hessler. Welcome to Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. This is an hour-long interview program dedicated to the visual arts. Each week we feature guests in conversation about their theory, practice, and current projects, as well as the state of the visual arts. On this week's episode, we'll be playing a rebroadcast of our 2018 interview with Leslie Lovell of Roots Up Gallery. Leslie recently announced that she'll be closing the brick and mortar location to go to an online and pop-up gallery format, so we wanted to revisit the conversation that we had then. So let's get started with another episode of Art on the Air. Here's your host, Rob Hessler. This is Rob Hessler. Welcome to another episode of Art on the Air here. Happy to have you. If you're listening to the live show, it is Wednesday at 3 o'clock here in Savannah. Again, I am still pre-recording the show. I know that the shelter-in-place order has been mostly lifted, but my wife is high risk with asthma, and I don't want to. we're not taking any chances. And, of course, I have a very young son, and I don't want to take the chance of exposing him to anything. So going to be continuing to pre-record these shows and as I mentioned in the intro we're going to be playing a interview from 2018 actually it was not only myself it was David Laughlin and I we interviewed Leslie Lovell about her how she got into the arts her background how Roots Up got started and everything like that and of course wanted to play this interview because Roots Up is closing the brick-and-mortar location. And so I thought maybe I could start here with reading the letter that the mailing list sent out from Roots Up that Leslie sent out to everybody who is on the mailing list and just kind of give you all a heads up what she had to say. And, And this came out on Saturday, May 2nd. It said, Today we celebrate our sixth anniversary. Chin Chin. It has been a fabulous ride in so many ways. We've learned a lot, grown a lot, and have made so many wonderful friends, and those are everlasting ties. Ironically, on this day, we have made the decision to close our brick-and-mortar location of Roots Up Gallery. We will remain completely operational online with many new pieces from our artists and are introducing new artists joining Roots Up Gallery. We are committed to bringing you hand-created pieces with a soulful style that is born from within. We are based in Savannah, Georgia, and are delighted to share our one-of-a-kind creations in jewelry, pottery, and art through our extensive online shop by artists throughout the United States. Roots Up Gallery will continue to feature and promote artists through special shows in Savannah and other cities as well. Thank you to all for your tremendous support. It has meant the world to us. Enjoy this look through the years and enjoy shopping online with much love, Leslie and Russell. So with that letter, obviously, Leslie makes it clear that they're going to be closing the brick-and-mortar location, but she's going to continue to do some shows here in Savannah and and beyond. But I will say that there is some sadness I, I am feeling about this whole thing. I think that Leslie and Roots Up Gallery, and of course Roots Up Gallery, takes on so much of Leslie's personality. Uh, it's just so wonderful and warm and such a great spot. And it's just one of those places that as an artist and an art lover, you just want to be in there. There's just so much art on the walls and so many local artists represented. I actually, you know, I'm kind of just thinking about this as a, I wanted to reflect a little bit on this. I One of my favorite artists in town, somebody that I've really come to enjoy speaking with and who I've come to know really well is Matt Tool. And Matt, actually, the first time I ever saw his work was at Roots Up Gallery. And uh, 
you know, he and I have since become friends. And of course, he had the uh, great show at the recycling center. And um, he's just uh, he's just a, quite a good artist and a, an interesting guy. And um, learned about him through Roots Up Gallery. And of course, we had him on Art on the Air not really that long ago. And that was just one thing. And and I was also thinking about the Slam Savannah Local Artist Market, the twenty. 19 edition where Leslie had gotten a bunch of the artists that were working with Roots Up and kind of put them all in this one little section in that outdoor sort of festival and it just worked really well I mean it was just such a great thing that she did so I mean anyway Leslie has been a visionary I think that she's a great artist too and I from what I understand she's going to be moving over into gallery 209 as well as a potter as she's been doing some pottery I mean Leslie is a super talented artist too so I know on that one hand too she's also going to be able to spend a little bit more time on her personal practice given the situation uh, with the gallery but um but yeah it is a bit of a sad day and I think that and there's lots of good galleries around town but you know I think that she was an independent gallery representing a lot of artists here in town and she continued to do that as uh, in an online format but to not have that space is is just um gosh what a loss I think that that is and uh and you know we'll we'll continue of course to stay in touch with Leslie and continue to cover the things that she's doing and um you know what she's up to as an artist what she's up to as a as a curator and um and I'm I'm hearing some whispers of early 2020 spring 2020 of there being potentially a group show because well you know people do tell me things so anyway uh so we're going to play this interview like I said it's back from 2018 and I hope you will be kind to me and David Laughlin you know we started the show in December of 2017 and this is from August 1st of 2018 and I would like to think that the show has gotten better since then and um, even though David's not here anymore you know we got better and better at doing the show and um, and so you know just first and foremost the audio wasn't as good so I went back in and tried to clean it up a little bit but um but you know we were still learning some ourselves and how to do the show but I think it's still a really great interview and re-listening to it I mean Leslie's just got such great charm I mean it's hard to not listen to her and and uh I know maybe some of you have heard it but it's been a while I mean I will tell you when I really listened to it I had forgotten a lot of what she had to tell us and it was really interesting to get that background again and all of that information. So we're going to play this interview with her, and it is uh, just about 44 minutes long. And then at the other end of the interview, I will come back and sort of briefly discuss what we heard before closing off the show this week. And I'll save you an update on what I've got coming up on next week's episode. And of course, you're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Without further ado, here is Leslie Lovell, artist and curator of Roots Up Gallery. Enjoy. Well, let's get to our wonderful guest that we have in studio today, Leslie Lovell. Hi. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> let me let me give her a little intro here. So Leslie is a self-taught tart. Uh, Leslie. Start again. We're not editing this one. <laughs> I know. I know. This is actually this is actually live. This is yeah. We you got to, you got complacent. <laughs> David, seriously, shots fired, buddy. Okay. Leslie is a self-taught artist and owner of Roots Up Gallery, where she focuses on local and regional artists, both outsider and trained. She has a background in advertising and marketing, and much of her professional career prior to moving to Savannah in 2009 was working in that field. This included stints with ad agencies in places like London, New Orleans, and Boston, and as advertising manager for a textile company in Charlotte, North Carolina, before forming an advertising service of her own called The Silent Concierge. In her artistic practice, she delves into jewelry, sculpture, and photography, and has recently appeared in Lisa Watson's Span the Gap exhibition and Location Gallery's Fast Food Show. Later this year, she's due to have work in Sulphur Studios' Lyric Exhibition, a music-inspired group show with proceeds to benefit this station, WRUU. Leslie Lovell, welcome to Art on the Air. Thank you for having me. 
And first off, you know, I want to just start by saying happy birthday. Yesterday was your birthday. The celebration continues. That's right. So this is all about you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bobby, this is your life. And now we're coming behind the door. We've brought in many guests here who will embarrass you. Testimonials. But it is really great to have you. We, We were talking before the show, listeners out there, about how we... Well, we almost had you on what, three, four months ago, mm-hmm. and that didn't really work out. Timing, um, the stars, the moon didn't align. David Laughlin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always an excuse everybody uses. Uh, and but you're here now, so that's what counts. Let's get to that story then. How did you get here? In the sense of your sort of artistic background, and everything we talked a little bit in the intro here that you have a background in in advertising and marketing. So tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I started out in advertising, had gone to college for in that that area. But what drove me to advertising was because of the deadlines. I operate under deadlines. You like the pressure. I love the pressure. You like the challenge, I I should say, instead of pressure. And it, um, well, both. Yeah, right. Both. Yeah, sometimes. But I mean, it. uh, You like coffee, then? I like coffee. I love espresso. (laughs) Right, exactly. But that, that's really what drove me toward that direction. Oh. It was exciting, it was fast-paced. Yeah, it gives you it something to, uh, to work with, and you build it uh, and for everybody's uh, satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And that's satisfying, too. It is. It's like, and you must have, it must have been a lot of group projects for things like that, especially starting out where... With, with the agencies. Yeah. Yeah, definitely I mean, within... Because you were in New Orleans... I was. That was my second job. And was in New Orleans. around when were you there? That was uh, mid '80s. And with uh, advertising Ad company, agency. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uh, FRA advertising, was it? No, just, it wasn't. Just <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> that, okay. Mm-hmm. It was called Watts Wool. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. We had a lot of hospitality clients there, like sure. Arno's Restaurant sure. and Commander's yeah. Palace. Ooh, so those were nice little perks. And so, I was in media planning side then, so I was working with all the media in town. And so, but that was, now, so you're kind of surrounded then by some creative type, but you Mm -hmm. kind of talked a little bit about in the bio that you sent to us that that was more of a left brain sort of activity. It was on that side, because everything was done not by computers then. Yeah. I mean, they were in the back. Cut and paste really was cut and paste. Did you use the wax and the rollers, by the way? They did. I didn't. I'd go back there and watch them. But no, that just, uh, and everything, the typesetting, and if you messed up and you couldn't get someone else was doing the typesetting you couldn't get oh, in time yes, i mean it was fun. terrifying to yeah, me yeah exactly uh, and actually that's part of the challenge as well though that was Let's a challenge see if we can make it work <laughs> right and so but what kind of got you thinking about so you kind of go through these ad agencies mm-hmm. and then you start your own business you mm-hmm. start doing your own thing and moving into being sort of independent where did the seed of sort of a love for art become planted i mean was it a gradual process or was there like an aha moment for you it was definitely gradual my sister was always very artistic Mm -hmm. and um i was the one that colored outside the lines i couldn't draw couldn't and i didn't really know if in my mind's eye art needed to be painting or drawing but Hmm. i didn't understand all these other realms that were out there Hmm. and uh and then the advertising when i moved on the the layout side because of the computer you know you start your brain starts processing differently. Yeah. And when did you start doing the computer work? That was in uh, late late 80s. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Similar. And uh, Ironically, your sister, by the way, did that local art sign that's outside of your gallery. She did. She, right? she did. Mm-hmm. And so she's doing the advertising now. Well, she's helping with me with sign. that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she's far better at that. So the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that's good. Uh, but at least it's still in the family. That's really nice, too, by the way. It was really nice work mm-hmm. she did for that. Love the place. So. I, I, I'm really happy with it. But I started out with like anything DIY around the house. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so when would you say you kind of made your first art piece? Or when did you start going to kind of art shows and looking at galleries and stuff like that? When did you start feeling like this may be something I want to do or be a part of? Oh, uh, I'd say in Boston, I started playing with it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, was my third job, uh, London, New Orleans, and Boston. But you were exposed to a little bit more, and uh, they were all terrible. A little more they faster paced in Boston, I'd imagine. Huh? Yes, yeah, a little definitely. bit. Definitely. What do you mean by they were all terrible? All the projects I tried to do were terrible. Oh, okay. But it was oh, like a joke because I would try just about anything I could get my hands on, and then it was a joke that 
you know, one day somebody's going to come home. I'm going to have a 25 lump of I'm sure you're your lump of clay worst. on the table. And years later, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're your own worst critic anyway. So I know, I no. Back then, it wasn't anything to be shown. Okay, well, I mean, it's, but it's it was lovely fun. work It now. was always fun. I'll tell you what, now you're doing lovely work. I mm-hmm. mean, again, we're back in the now. Yeah, <laughs> and I still try everything. And you're involved now with, well, let me, uh, let me. Uh, I just wanted to mention here, when you started your advertising service, the mm-hmm. silent concierge, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to mention, I, in your bio, I loved it where it says, where I told people where to go for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I just probably took that the wrong way, but I had to laugh <laughs> well, it was a joke when I read the that. Line. Was it? Okay, I wasn't sure. I yeah, on the 10th anniversary, that's what I said. I've been telling oh, people yeah, where to go for 10 good. years. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, you know, with the hospitality industry and, you know, things to do in Charlotte. Well, where of to course. Go. Uh, since... Since you were in the uh, in London first, mm-hmm. how long were you there? I was there just over a year. I, d- I did not get my uh, green card. That was permit. so. That would have been nice too. Yeah. Huh? Je- je- that w- must have been. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I mean, it really was. For everybody fresh has out of college to. Get, everybody has to get out of the country. Yeah. You know, I, I always. I got think. lucky to do it then. Yeah, exactly. Around that time, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's really great. Uh, and New Orleans, of course, but but now, and. I hate to keep going on about this piece that you've got in the fast food exhibit. Okay, okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let's not get to you fast food. You knew I was just going yet. there, right? You always because yeah. well, we, it's a great piece, and we want to talk I about know, it. But, but I keep so thinking about it. Let, okay. Let's say you come to Savannah, and okay. and at this point, I mean, I know you're even now you're still doing some of this work that you that your career sort of established for you, and mm-hmm. I know you still have some of these clients. But in twenty, you moved here in twenty in two thousand nine. Right. And you opened the gallery in 2014. Right. So what happened during those years that made you say, you know what, I really want to start a gallery in downtown Savannah, and I want to do that? Well, actually, Savannah is like the most collaborative city I've ever seen or mm. been a part of. And uh, people want to help you. People want to work with you. But, you know, it gave you permission to, to grow, to be. And my husband... Um, late husband Francis was very supportive and uh, I did a lot of photography and I kind of moved in that direction and you know just kept tinkering with things and my sister you know showed me a few things and it just kept growing into something and or like little building blocks mm-hmm. and then when I uh, opened the gallery with Francis we opened May 1st 2014 mm-hmm and then you're working with all these outsider artists, and it's also different. All the self-taught and self-taught really gave me permission to to do. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. if they can do it, they're just following their spirit. They're following yeah. their passion and whatever. Then yeah. that's what it should be about. Yeah, right. So and those two things coming together. Right, and really you know, fueled me. It's funny because you said that you thought of art as painting, mm-hmm. and then I look at your work. And there's any. no painting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, you know, sort of sculpture and photography and jewelry making. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming the piece that you're wearing right now mm-hmm. is something yeah, that you've made. So, yeah, beautiful work. Um, and I love the, the sculptures. And we I just posted one up uh, earlier, right before we came on the show, about an hour before we came on the show, the um, of one of your pieces, those little sort of assemblage, small, no, not assemblages, small sculptural mm-hmm. pieces. Um, so, so you... Is most of that work now that you've done in Savannah here that you've since yeah all of it is oh okay all right yeah none of, none of it was before I mean it, I took pictures wow. but everything really happened here so this really wow yeah that's well, that's really great so this really helped you blossom out on that huh? oh definitely <laughs> definitely <Okay. laughs> well getting the timeline down as well I mean yeah. you know just uh, try to keep up and so what but, led you uh, to yeah. ultimately become get involved in Lisa Span the Gap project because that's oh. kind of a a mm, I guess I would say it's a little bit of a seminal moment because it's like this this show that got a lot of publicity and a lot of sort of people talking about not only what it was about but the art that was going on in it the so what led yeah art. exactly the politics and the art so what got you kind of involved in that because that's really that's not just you working at home and doing your thing that's right. you know being in an exhibit with the rest of the community as you speak of well that's the first time i did anything like that and lisa we had in the gallery and of course got to know her mm-hmm. and she's a, a great friend a great activist and um, yeah. just a beautiful person yeah. but she was doing the show and uh, we did 
some uh, financial support to it, not, you know, just keeping help, helping with the Facebook or something like that. That uh, sure. she did, and she invited me to be on the show. And that was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never done anything like that. You graciously accepted and then panicked. Yeah. Right. That's and uh, those standard. deadlines, that deadline thing yeah, exactly. kicked in. And she asked you three days before. <laughs> Next and time she did give done. me a little bit more time yeah. than that. And we need it by three. Yeah. yeah. But it had, I mean, I lo- I, as it turns out, it's one of the coolest pieces I've done. Right. To me. And of course, it has important mm-hmm. social meaning, and that yeah. fight still goes on. In mm-hmm. fact, you know, I we Lisa is a good friend of mine. Of course, we talked yeah. before the show, and we talk about that issue with the bridge, yeah, quite a bit. Well, and I then bet. they give you the opportunity to speak out about fast food. Can I say that now? Now we can talk about fast okay. food because then they gave you the, that opportunity, that, mm-hmm. and as you said, it was the materials were minimally expensive. Let's say. Mm-hmm. And, but it's one of the most striking pieces. Uh, that was a fun piece, and I was terrified of but, it, too. <laughs> well, this is what I was wondering, because since because of those two instances now, mm-hmm. the, from Lisa's show and this one, now, I mean, they're asking you to bring out your sociopolitical thoughts and feelings into your art. Mm-hmm. And Leslie, can you describe the piece to a certain extent so our listeners yeah. can understand? We did post it up on the Art in the Air Facebook page, and you have it on your page um, your personal mm-hmm. Facebook page as well, but kind of describe what it is so people can understand it's, that. Well, well, the fast food, I, I was looking at it too a little bit from the marketing standpoint, yeah. and it's called the Allure. So part of the marketing came out when they started doing the Happy Meals, and you'd have all those little toys, and it would drive, you know, the kids wanting to go. But, of course, parents want to go because it's convenient, but it's the Allure of it. So it was like the building blocks the whole of package. all these they got you. Totally. They, got, they got the whole package yeah. getting you coming in, in the door. They did. They, everything they can throw at you to bring you in. Well, it was super nostalgic, too. So this piece, of oh, course, is, has yeah, dozens are, and dozens of these toys. Yeah, and they're, a lot of them are the older toys, some of the uh, earlier ones. I remember. That we yeah, all, yeah. all remember. Yeah, and, yeah. and I did search high and low to find the oldest ones that I could. And so that the whole thing built up to the pyramid of the little Hamburglar holding oh, up yeah, uh, the right. hamburger and the... Um, french fries on the right. top and everyone's clamoring over this? each other to get up to the burger so what's interesting is for this exhibit which is closing this weekend at location gallery so those of you who wish to see it should head on over to 417 whitaker street i think by friday is probably the last day that it's going to be up and the piece is still there i know it did sell so but the piece is mm-hmm. still up for now it oh is. all the works are yeah, still all up of them. I believe, okay right yeah so, yeah I, and that's worthwhile to see the whole exhibit anyway. I think that exhibit was astounding. A really astounding. A great, great idea. Exhibit. It was. It was. Ruben like had that avenue burger. for people to think of than, than what we usually dwell on, which mm-hmm. is love, life, and spirit. And, all <laughs> and let's let's think about fast food for a while and how yeah. it impacts The us. creativity that was and in the show exactly. was astounding. It was really brought out well by, you know, by it, everyone. What is so funny to me, though, and, and it happens with looking with, at your piece, but a lot of the pieces in the show is like, you know, so I grew up eating that crap, mm-hmm. and I don't eat it anymore. But going in there and seeing it, and even with, with Ruby's piece of the the old burger that's ten years old and it hasn't aged at all, which just shows you how terrible that stuff is right. for you. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I wanted some McDonald's when I was in there, you know. And I'm looking at that stuff, and it's be- <laughs> that's how powerful it that is. It is you, right? And that's and that's scary. I mean, that's what that's why that show is so good. Advertising yeah, makes exactly. it happen. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to ask you. So, well, I was driving back from Charleston yesterday, and I was hungry. I wanted, you know, whatever. And I thought I'm going to have a uh, McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> I never do. I took one bite of it, city, and I threw no it one away. Will know. It was. Huh? It was one of. Th- I think it was just that one McDonald's bite. was so bad. One bite. One bite. Threw it away. And then I went to Burger King because I still was <laughs> hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your call. <laughs> But there is a little bit of that, though. It's a social commentary, but it's also like there's. I think there was some playfulness. I think that's why that piece that you made was so successful, and the show is so successful Mm -hmm. because it's there was some whimsy. Yeah, some whimsy about it, and and everyone can relate to it in one shape or form, either rebelling against it or because, like he said, it's 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 really pounded into us Mm -hmm. uh, by all media, and they know how to trip the triggers. And so how did you get involved in that project? I mean, I know, see, it's, I think it's really interesting. You and Peter both own galleries down in that, you know, well, you, you're a little bit distant from each other to a certain extent, but you both are own, owning galleries. How did you get involved to be 
an artist exhibiting in another gallery in town. How did right. that work? Actually, well, Ruby and I are friends. Okay. And she asked me a while back to, to be in it, and I thought, y'all do something. And I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And, you know, go through that rigmarole. But they had already put me on the list. Of course. And then I had to So come you up had with to. <laughs> hey, Always putting you up against I, the wall. I know. Like well, that I said, works. Maybe us artists need that a little too. Mm-hmm. I kind of It does like make it you think. I mean, or get outside your box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It pressures you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like that type of thing. <laughs> what? Dude, no, I like that type of thing. I okay. like a little pressure. It's good. <laughs> it's, it, it is good. A little bit of pressure. <laughs> Mr. Organized is telling me. I'm pretty uh, organized. We've you're got very a- organized. You're better than me. So there we go. Let's see. And that's um, and speaking of organization, hey, look, so you've got another thing I wanted to ask too. Go ahead. Was because of since your gallery is down there, uh, and what I call is that properly called the design district? Mm-hmm. I call it that, right? That it is. And but what drove you to start gathering all these artists to open a gallery? Oh, when we started the gallery in 2014, it was a focus on Southern self-taught art. So you had all the all, everything that falls under outsider art, and like, the, uh, the umbrellas kind of folk art. You had visionaries. Uh, Somerville. I was trying to think of his name. The uh, Finster. Oh. Or was that Chicago? Finster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Howard Finster. And along along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we had the, the focus on that. And Francis went to Georgia d- during that art scene or music scene when REM and Talking Heads and mm-hmm. that whole oh yeah right was coming out of Athens, and so he was familiar with. R.A. Miller and Howard Finster and so on oh, and so yeah. forth. And so that was driving that. We both, Francis was really big into public art. When I traveled, I always bought more, you know, localized art. And so we both had an appreciation for, you know, local and as a lot of it turned out to be self-taught art. <laughs> well, I mean, do you think it was partly because of your involvement in, the, oops, involvement so much in the advertising, which is very structured, mm-hmm. and you sort of realized and appreciated the freedom of well, I've actually, I've worked for myself Does since 91, sense? so you have a different type of freedom with okay. that, but you still have to have structure. I mean, you have to work it. You just work all the time. I do work all the time. I mean, I know I <laughs> I'm self-employed, <laughs> well, too, and so yeah. is David. We know yeah. this. Yeah. We know this. Well, look, we're at the halfway point of our show, so we do need to go to a break. You're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. I'm Rob Hessler here with my co-host David Laughlin, and we're speaking with Leslie Lovell today. She's the an artist and owner of Roots Up Gallery. We'll be right back after a couple of quick messages for more of this great conversation. The Deep Center, a 501c3 nonprofit organization, was founded in 2008 to address the detrimental effects of poverty on literacy in Savannah. During its first year, DEEP hosted free writing workshops for 24 kids from two local public schools and published one anthology. Since then, nearly 2,450 kids have each enjoyed a fully funded scholarship to our three-month-long writing program and have been published in a book. More information is available at deepkids.org. You're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. WRUU 107.5 FM is a new and different, listener-supported, and all-volunteer community radio station for Savannah. Our diverse broadcast and web programming is supported by generous listeners who value our passion and spunk. We are independent of other media and receive no government or large corporate support. People like you are the largest and most important source of our funding. Go to WRUU.org to find out how you can make a one-time or monthly contribution. Thank you. Now you have a chance to support both Savannah Independent Artists and WRUU during this shelter-in-place order to stop the spread of COVID-19. Creatives in Need is a group of independent artists hosted by the Roots Up Gallery, which is collaborating with WRUU during this shelter-in-place to offer an online art gallery at www.rootsupgallery.com. 
For every work of art sold at this online gallery, the artists receive 80% from the sales and 20% goes to WRUU and its programs like Art on the Air. Interested listeners can go to www.rootsupgallery.com to start shopping today. R-U-U-L-P, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings. Community Radio with Global Soul. I'm Rob Hessler here with my co-host David Laughlin and our guest, Leslie Lovell. The lovely Leslie Lovell of Roots Up Gallery. And we're talking about advertising and art and everything else in between, and maybe even cooking. I do you like to cook? Is that right? I'd love to cook. Actually, I thought I read that, and I wanted to make sure because I didn't see any, you know, home baked dish when we no, came. No, I brought. In. But you did bring some lovely. <laughs> that wasn't her. Yeah, that those was were really good else. too. That's fine. <laughs> you made up for it really well. That was really great. We would have been nice to you anyway, but bringing chocolates in certainly <laughs> <laughs> doesn't hurt. It never hurts. When is chocolate? Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we like to kind of move in the second half of our show to talking a little bit more about the savannah community in Mm -hmm. general and so you're a big part of the savannah art community both as an artist but as a gallery owner downtown Mm and we've had well gallery owners from all over town um and uh especially you're kind of on the downtown art walk in that area Mm -hmm. of of town so I'm sort of curious, how have things evolved and changed over the last four years of owning Roots Up Gallery? Well, it's definitely grown in different ways. and uh, But I will have to say, a lot of it, for me, has been reactionary when we first opened the gallery. Uh, we got in the space a lot quicker than we expected. Um, and a little bit later, my husband came ill. Mm-hmm. And then so it was, you know, running the gallery and just not being able to take hold of the yeah. way you wanted to. Focus. And then a little bit later, you started being able to develop more of the marketing, and and I'm still in the, you know, working harder on that side, website and so on and so forth. Um, but within the the community, the we have a group called um, Savannah Gallery Group, mm-hmm. which is helpful. Right. So it gives us all uh, opportunity to learn from each other, talk about things. Um, well, again, like support you said, each other. It's very collaborative, mm-hmm. incredibly, yeah. and you know. I've well, I'm sure one of the things that it start, that uh, I noticed when I first arrived here, even before we moved here, was mm-hmm. people would just walk up and start talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like they're just start finishing, they're they're continuing a conversation they had with you before, mm-hmm. and it was just very open. And I wasn't sure how to respond at first, <laughs> yeah. but okay, you know, are you asking for money or no? You really just want to have a conversation? Oh, okay, we can do that. Mm-hmm. And they were just so pleasant here. And you just had that feeling that people do like to work together. So you've Without tapped into that mm-hmm. with uh, some of your uh, people in your who you represent there as well, uh, with the with the people in your gallery. And how many how many are represented now? Oh my goodness! Oh, bad uh, question. <laughs> Did I? Okay. I mean, there's uh, there's several that we work with that are from Savannah, and like I said, the right now is featured thing. is. Uh, well, Lisa Watson, yeah, okay. uh, Lynn Hollingsworth, right. mm. Lisa Ocampo, mm. um, Rebecca Sipper. She's these, a are, see, these are all some of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Helen Durant. She's new to uh, the Savannah scene, but she, her work is amazing. And But she's been you know producing for years. Yeah, and if, if any of them are listening, we are going to get them on the air as well. Oh, good. Too. They're all fantastic. Because, yeah, they're all worthwhile. Yeah. I, uh, that's the beauty yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got, you've we probably talk about selection. Lisa too much, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, you know, Never. You do? she's my Never. friend, and she's great. <laughs> so you mentioned the Savannah Gallery Group. So what are some of the other galleries that you're kind of working with and collaborating with on this kind of stuff? Well, are you allowed to talk about that? Well, it's, it's more, it's been in, this started under ARC. 
Mm, yeah, the yeah, Resource sure. Collective. Yeah, right. right, we had Gail Steves on recently, yeah. and, and and she's been great. And, with the new uh, maps, the new map just Smith, came out know, when he's not with it anymore in the same capacity. But I mean, they did a lot of work, and Gail did an inordinate amount of uh, groundwork. When you look at the map, yeah, to find all these people and organize it and get everyone on board, and um, and try walking up to Gail and her not telling you about a new idea that she exactly, has. exactly, <laughs> which I love. The gallery group which was is her so idea. Good. So that was fantastic. We started it, and then it just kind of fizzled out a little bit, and we're back on trying to build the strength of it again. And we're going to have our first meeting. We were going to do it this summer, but we decided to wait till after the summer. So it'll be coming up again, and we can figure out how to move forward a little bit more. Yeah, that's exciting. We we were talking a little bit about uh, the before we came on the air about how one of the missions that David and I have with this radio show is to connect everybody with various galleries and various organizations that are all Offer working. another line of communication that right, people right, can right. connect with each other. Yeah. Which people is amazing. Know. I've gone back through and listened to older episodes. Mm-hmm. Right? And really? I'm, no, I've learned I'm a lot. <laughs> I've learned a lot more about what's happening. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Great. Yeah. Well, what, what was cool is you know you mentioned so you have a piece in fast food show right now that's that's at location gallery and mm-hmm. then you're going to be in the lyric show at Sulphur Studios and you're the owner of Roots Up Gallery and mm-hmm. we had Tiffany Taylor on a couple of months ago and then mm-hmm. she's going to be in the 300 and under show at location and I like. We love to see that kind of crossover because mm-hmm. it's all we're all in it together. Absolutely, I, we believe in bigger pie, not mm-hmm. let's let's fight over the slice. Let's just make the pie as big as we exactly. can. And it's just a um, that's just what amazed me. I hate to take away from you, but at the, Leslie, but uh, that's what amazed me about that three hundred show is how many people are joining, how many different walk people from different uh, areas are joining in on this this mm-hmm. is one of the, one of the best well like sabri shows. from down on the riverfront all the way all the way south down to folks at sulfur studios well, so many different between. mediums involved too and it's just one of the most collaborative biggest collaborative pieces were uh gatherings i should say that i've seen happen here mm-hmm. and i'm just floored and, and your gallery is quite representative of that you know looking at the space with all of exactly. the different artists mm-hmm. and things that you've got going on in there and so so how do you curate your space i mean when you're going through there because you're talking about being organized and everything like that there's a bit of organized chaos going on in your there in is, your space there is. Um, i mean our gallery hangs a little differently it's not just you know one line of vision mm-hmm. around the room so i mean it is you have to figure out how to hang it so there's still a focal point when you're looking at it and I've tried it several different ways, but I kind of like the way it is now. And uh, Russell Keeker helps me mm. curate also. Um, so between the two of us, I think we've done well, a good job. It's a beautiful building to work in. It's just it a, is. And actually, the first gallery, which was a really pretty space, but it was three rooms. Mm-hmm. I think that people, was on like, Vic- it was at, uh, uh, Liberty Line? and Bullets, Liberty. right about the book That's lady. What I'm about. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I remember that space. I I mean, it's a beautiful space, but... uh, Everybody had to walk up the stairs to it, right? That's the first big I I didn't even realize that was your space. Now, that's that's cool. But to have an open room, people would come in there almost at the old one and almost a whisper. Sure. And now they just come in, they look, and they just keep talking amongst themselves. They don't pay attention. Feel a little more open. Extremely. It's real real big A little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's funny, too. Like, people will be whispering and, like treating it preciously and there's outsider artists who are not even yeah like if they're not they don't even think of it in mm-hmm. the context that's sort of an interesting yeah but the space i mean it was um it's just the way the way it it's just unique to people. yeah, yeah. How, what would you say, I mean, you say that it's grown in different ways and stuff, but like, let's get a little more specific about this sort of art scene, because when we talked, we mentioned Tiffany Taylor, when we talked with her, she opened up her gallery kind of right before the recession hit. And Mm -hmm. so for her, it was like, immediately she was at the low point. And then it was a fight to stay alive, basically, Mm -hmm. with her space. And now she's over eight years in to her space and she's been obviously very successful with organizing the art march and all of that downtown but that has been very helpful actually because it started out in the evenings on uh the second saturday Mm -hmm. which was fun i mean you always had people coming in uh but then not necessarily buying i mean yeah but she moved it to the day and it goes from two to six yeah and people actually organized to come downtown for lunch or get together in yeah. groups and then they really go around to the galleries and it's just created a whole new atmosphere for it yeah and she and and not only that but it's it's 
established itself over time. So it's like you mm-hmm. kind of get a sense like this is what happens on this second Saturday every month for right. well, it starts again I think in September. It's out it's on the yeah, hiatus. It's just closed July and August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um so I so I'm kind of curious though, like so you've seen some some do you get a chance to kind of see what is happening elsewhere in i mean because you have got it between your practice and everything going on in your personal life and then the gallery how do you do you get it do you know I try even to what's get happening out on like tuesdays <laughs> and i'm getting better about getting out on tuesdays and seeing what else is out there <laughs> other than just my my walls right and um you know and, and then peter coming into the location gallery has made such a difference, in my, in my opinion, of uh, bringing people up into that area. Yeah, you've so. got some proximity, right? That's yeah, great. and all the different artists that he always has because they're group group shows for the most part. So there's just always uh, excitement and interest there. We we um when we had Gail Steves on, we talked with her, and she called that area Middle Earth. Yeah, which her and Peter call yeah. it Middle Earth because mm-hmm. like it's that. like in between the downtown, the true mm-hmm. downtown. And Star everything Land. that starts at Starland, yeah. and you're yeah. kind of in this middle area, so that's that is really great. Now, and I've known that I know that previously they tra- worked with a trolley there between the LGBT Center and Location Gallery, mm-hmm. and kind of experimenting with that stuff. So there's a lot going on, and I kind of am curious to see how that that continues. So, well, great. I just know about the custard boutique down there. There's friends of mine. And, uh, <laughs> Tara's great. Just want to say great hi shop. to Tara while I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Tara. You know, uh, oh boy, she'll love us now. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you find yourself mostly sort of catering to uh, people who are coming in from out of town, or do you? Is it more of like a destination space? Do people kind of hear or know about your place and are heading down there? What would it's you say? It's mixed, actually. I mean, if if someone's into folk art, it's a true destination place, and they know it's here before they ever come. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that makes it, you know. One time. They do their research and they know because mm-hmm. that's, the that's what they go, right? that's what they're into. Very cool. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, this is this this would be a popular place mm-hmm. for that, wouldn't it? This is where a lot of it came from. Yeah, uh, St. Helena. Uh, a lot of people came, like Bill Trailer came out of that area, and right. several others, um, and outside of Athens. So it's right for the picking for you to uh, feature these guys because they're nearby, right? Or at least they're known, and they're and they're and people come to find them. Mm -hmm. So that helps. I wish I could feature Bill Trailer, but he's untouchable. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you just joining us, you're listening to Art on the Air on WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio. With Global Soul, I'm Rob Hessler here with my co-host David Laughlin, and we are speaking with Leslie Lovell today. Finally, finally, <laughs> <laughs> how do you find artists? I mean, who do you? How do you decide to choose? Like, why does Lisa Watson have her work there? I mean, I you know obviously I love why her work, is but Lisa, I've got to have that cut out. And why is why Lisa, is Lisa's work there? <laughs> no, but I'm I, I'm serious. I mean, what is it? I mean, obviously you've got a great curatorial eye, but mm. what makes you sort of gravitate towards one artist or another? Oh, like I said, when we first started out, it was folk art but then you, you start adding on mm-hmm. but it's people that have a soulfulness in their work they're mm-hmm. driven just as much as the folk artists were by vision or and just whatever their need was but lisa lisa has soul very a soul and tagline is uh you know working with artists you know uh, born from uh soulfulness Oh wait, wait! Actually, no. You I know it better. You down. might have I it there. I actually did. I, you <laughs> know what? I actually did not write it down, but I know exactly. Yeah. A, but it had to do with the the having the soul, having mm-hmm. the passion to do something, even yeah. though you didn't have the formal training for right. it. You just had to do it. Yeah. And we've talked about mm-hmm. that little aspect of art on this show before, and we're all mad. I think it's come to the conclusion that we're all just mad. <laughs> Probably. We just have to do what we have to do sometimes, and that's all there is to it. Do you have the prose questions? Oh, I sure do, over there. All right. Well, not today, but I'll tell you what. Let's ask one. What? Um, we have those. We sometimes do these questions, which are like from the artist studios. So you've heard of, like, you've seen Inside the Actor Studio, right? Uh-huh. Well, we have Inside the Artist Studio. So we like to ask some questions, which might have a bit of unusual answers. And David has them written down Wait. in a notebook, and he's going to go get that notebook right I'm now. I'm going to ask you a question first from it, because I know at least one. Okay. Is what is not the, but what is a best piece of advice 
you've been given. Oh, from someone and else. You have five seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have plenty of time. You have as long as it takes David to go get his notebook. Actually, you know, be true, true to your vision, true, true to to yourself and what you're doing. And but see, that's an interesting statement because your vision has changed throughout your life. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about your history leading up and going through being in marketing and then starting your own well, business. Well, it does evolve, then, yes, without a doubt. Um, and you know, opportunities come about, or you create your own opportunity. Uh, but Mostly, like, you like, have to create your own opportunities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but within, like, starting the gallery, you said it was uh, the folk art and the soulfulness of the folk art and that need, just that that true blue need to create. Because a lot of them just never knew that they were anything. Yeah, they were just doing That's the at beauty that of point. It. Yeah, it's it's the uh, seeing the light of uh, inspiration mm-hmm. coming up and knowing that this this is sort of a saving grace mm-hmm. for a lot of them to start off with uh, yeah. instead it is it was and, right. uh, and we have trained artists as well i mean christine sajaki mm-hmm. uh, and i mean lisa's trained as well yeah. yeah but uh but they just have this i hate to keep using the word soulfulness in their their work but it's just that's what it is so moving it's just so amazingly moving. Their spirit. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So there's no reason to quibble. Exactly. <laughs> well, we were talking a bit about fast food earlier. What's your favorite candy? Or what was mm. your favorite candy growing up? Uh, butter. What is that? Butterfinger bar. I love That's butter a lot closer Ooh. to Twizzlers than Ujis's <laughs> answer was. So we'll give, you, we'll give you half a point on that one. Right. The correct answer is Twizzlers. Twi- ooh, no. Yeah, one. Uh, <laughs> no? No. I've never I see most girl. people don't really like Twizzlers, except mm-hmm. for me. I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm the one who's weird. Well, mm-hmm. we didn't You're the outsider. mention it. I'm the outsider. Much. I'm the outsider candy guy. But I liked, I liked the last week's response from Ujus. Uh, uh, Ujus, thank you. I'm, uh, when he, Ujus he didn't Bersins. Want, when he didn't like them, and he seemed to assume they were dental floss. He was using them the wrong way. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that half the funny. problem. Let me ask you another. Uh, this is also from the set of questions. The What is a me- memorable response to one of your works? I actually, on this one recently, of how uh, it stood out so much at the show. That on, one? On the fast food show. Right. Okay. I mean, that's... Actually, here's another one I have about that one, I believe. Uh, because... Wait. Um, no, that's not it. No, I will say that Oh, wait. Piece. Here it is. No, wait. Go ahead. No, wait. If that one, this is a good one. <laughs> if that particular piece that was shown at Location Gallery for the fast food exhibit had sound effects, <laughs> what would they sound like? <laughs> I think it'd have to be a cow. I think there's more to it than just a cow. <laughs> there's but, more to yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it'd be a cacophony of sounds because of all the characters exact, that were in it. Yeah. yeah, but starting off with the cow moo would be good. Yeah. I can see that working. I can see it building up to, yeah, yeah uh, everything but the tail. That's so sad. That. <laughs> that just makes me sad in my heart, you know? It just does. Ah, like, sorry. To think of that. But, Way to oh, bring well. us down, David. One more. One more? We can we enough. do it? We could do one or two. Describe color I guess that colors um like a spirit a, a movement um soulful <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot of emotion I mean it, it really runs our lives in so many ways I was going to say feeling but mm-hmm. you said emotion yeah. and so so yeah like <laughs> okay <laughs> three points for that this is not a all game. right let's do one more here what elements do you enjoy about Savannah? Oh, I guess well, the squares, the people, uh, history, needless to say, um, the collaboration here, the uh, the spirit and the people yeah. that live here. I mean, people the have beauty. chosen to live here or Savannah picked it. Pick them to live here. Hmm. We oh, were chosen. Right, you said that. I, 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 that's something I wanted to mention because you said you were on your way to Mexico, Mexico. and Savannah chose for you to stay yeah, here. We, stayed, we came here to rent for three months, and we were moving on to Mexico. And it's like to that. stay downtown when you did that was mm-hmm. that downtown? Yeah, rented just down the street on right. Charleston so, Lane. Right. So it's just been eight years. So you're just getting ready. Are you still packing? Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Bought the house and getting around to it. Slowly. You know, it's funny. I I laugh because my wife and I we moved here, and for the first couple of years that we were here, we're like, 
we're moving somewhere else. Like we look, we even had a realtor in Baltimore. Oh, we yeah. had a realtor in Atlanta, and so what happened? Yeah, you know what? We fell in love. That's yep. the thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we have friends and we love the community here, and we're involved in not just the art community, but in our neighborhood and mm-hmm. and the city, and trying to make this a better place. And it's we're stuck. We're here. It is. It's, it's like it's, a village. I mean. A, it's really? a city, but it's small. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels like you can really make a difference and make a connection it's true. with people. It's yeah. true, and you have all the lovely things that you have with the music and the arts, on bigger, you know, scale th- pieces or things that are going on. But well, me, it was just a witness relocation. Program. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you followed. You mean that. you followed one of the witnesses here? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's all I can really talk about at this time. Thank you very much. Well, Leslie Lovell, it has been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Why don't you give everybody the details of where your gallery is located when it's open and and how they can see get more information about you? Okay, well, it's down, located in the Design District at Whitaker and West Jones Lane. Our hours were open Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 5, Sunday, noon to 4. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays were open by chance or by appointment. Yeah. By chance. I like that. Yeah, because Tuesday's walking day. Tuesday's and, walking around day. And yep, again, if, right. if you'd like to see this piece, that this assemblage piece we've been talking about of Leslie's work, it'll be at Location Gallery for just a couple more days through Friday as part of the fast food exhibit. Location Gallery is at 417 Whitaker Street, so you can check out that great assemblage piece. And her work will also be featured in in the Lyric Show coming up in October at Sulphur Studios. Thanks again, Leslie, for being on the show today. Thank you. I really, really enjoyed this. Really? great. And that was our interview with Leslie Lovell of Roots Up Gallery, me and David did that interview again that was back on august 1st of 2018 and it was a pleasure to have leslie in and of course i've had leslie on a bunch of times now at this point we had her on just a couple of weeks ago as i mentioned earlier in the show to talk about creatives in need and you actually heard that promo for creatives in need over at rootsupgallery.com a fundraiser for this station and a really great opportunity for artists 80 percent of the sales for the creatives in need program at rootsupgallery.com go to the artist and the other 20% come here to the station so you know I I urge you to go to rootsupgallery.com and check that out and check out everything that's on the on the site there because you know again she's going to be moving entirely online so the programming there is going to be much more robust there's going to be a lot going to be happening over the weeks and months and years to come at that site as Leslie moves into an online and pop-up gallery format with Roots Up Gallery and uh, and so so I think that you know you're going to want to keep an eye on that anyway and uh, and you know I have to say it was really nice to to in hearing that interview again just to hear uh, David again you know David of course was David Laughlin was the co-host of Art on the Air and co-creator of Art on the Air for the first I don't know, about 90 episodes was he, you know, here. And I think we're about episode 120 now. So for the first three quarters or so of the of the show or more, he was he was there helping out doing uh, doing the show with me. And we had a we had a great uh, synergy. He and I, we worked really well together and um, and had a lot of fun. And, you know, I would actually mentioned, too, you can go to the WRUU archives at WRUU.org and click on schedule and shows and you can look for art on the air there and you can find a recent interview with someone known as Sheb Woolley. Sheb Woolley of course was an alter ego of David Laughlin. It was an April Fool's joke that we did which was a lot of fun. So if you want to hear David Laughlin again you can in a more recent form you can hear that there at the WERU station archives. You can also find that at DoSavannah.com, where I do a lot of the writing that goes along with the Art on the Air radio program. So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun talking to Leslie back then that in summer of uh, 2018. And I'm really curious to see what she's got coming up. You know, what's what's going to be going on uh, in the future here with Roots Up Gallery. I mean, she's been, I think that she's really taken some chances, done some different things. There isn't really a lot of other outsider art here. And it's funny because, you know, when you think of outsider art or artists, maybe you think of somebody 
uh, you know, maybe you have one kind of idea of what that really means. And, you know, but she brought in artists who were kind of doing outsider type things, but maybe in a more refined way. I mean, I was talking about Matt Tool, and I think he takes a lot of chances and uses found objects and does some interesting things that, you know, maybe it's it's not that traditional outsider artist but he is definitely kind of playing with materials and such and he was a really great fit in there with these other artists who are you know not traditionally trained or or anything like that and so it was a really great fit and um and i'm really interested to see what she's what leslie does with roots up going forward and and you know recently of course she uh they had an exhibition of more traditional works the still standing the resiliency of humans and nature exhibition which you know we interviewed leslie about but we also interviewed carmen aguirre about and that exhibition is still online actually you can still take a look at that exhibition if you want to see those works um there in fact if you go over to rootsupgallery.com which of course i've now said about 10 times in this little few minute segment here but uh, there's the Creatives in Need, which I mentioned. There's the Still Standing exhibition. And there's an In the Studio section, which I think is kind of interesting, which, you know, kind of goes through several of the artists which Roots Up Gallery has represented and, you know, gives some images about what they're doing, talks a little bit about what they're doing during this um, quarantine situation. So just an interesting thing to kind of take a look at. But anyway, it's about time that I wrap this up. So I wanted to mention what we've got going on next week on the show because i have a really great lineup coming up for you i uh, first of all you know i don't normally do music stuff but next week i've got a couple of guests on the show which are more music than anything i've got really khalil and ijtihad muhammad brother they're brothers who are responsible for the love matters movement and Really, Khalil had reached out to me about an event that they were going to be doing over at Sulphur Studios at the end of March. It was called the Transformative Artist Workshop. And of course, that got canceled or postponed, actually got postponed into June. So we, you know, we're going to talk, but we didn't end up talking about that. So he sent me this press release for this thing that he and his brother Ijtihad were doing about the Love Matters movement helping to flatten the COVID-19 curve by going and sanitizing gas stations. And so I ended up wanting to talk to him. Really, Khalil had a new record coming out too, has a new record coming out as well. So I wanted to talk to them. And that was just a great conversation, just a lot of wisdom there that I think you're going to really enjoy listening to. And then I'm going to have a second interview with an artist named Haley Wars, and she's been doing a really fun project where she's been painting small stones and hiding them around. So that way that viewers, people that are out for walks, out doing stuff, can happen to stumble upon them and see a little bit of art, something that's a little bit uplifting. They're very fun, they're lighthearted, but they're very well done. And I just really like that as something that kind of raise the spirits of people during a shelter-in-place order. But anyway, without further ado, it's time for me to say goodbye. Again, we'll see you next week, Wednesday at 3 o'clock, and every Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. here on WRU. Coming up next, some of that old Savannah magic. I'm assuming that Lewis is probably walking into the studio right now, even though I am recording this. He can probably hear that. Hey, Lewis, how's it going? Hope you're doing well. I'm going to play my outro here and on the other side, Lewis's sweet, sweet voice will be, will be hitting your ears just momentarily. Thanks for listening in. I will talk to you all next week. Take care. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.